Hello. Hi. <laughs> hi. 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 Hello. <laughs> Is that just going to be the intro of this episode? I think so. <laughs> I'm finished the Pokemon surprise trade because I have a problem. Mm, surprise trade. Mm, surprise trade is always the best trade. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode, what is this, five? Is it? Welcome. Oh. Welcome and hello to spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I am your host, Saint, with my lovely co-host, Sigourney Beaver. That's me. <laughs> and hi. How you been? We missed y'all. It's true. We did. Um, but we are so happy to tell you that we have been working hard on smoothing out some technical of things that we've had going on with the podcast. When we first started this out, we didn't really anticipate it uh, like taking off as well and as far as it did. So thank you to all of you that listened to it. But also, we were not technologically prepared. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a surprise for you for next episode that would have something to do with that. And we can't wait to show you all. And that's that. And that's that. And we want to talk about the holidays. And hopefully, I know as queer people, we all don't get to celebrate holidays with our biological families. So I hope everyone's celebrating their holidays with their chosen families or even their real families. If their fam- real families accept them for who they are. But with the celebrating with the people that you love that love you. Yeah. Yeah. What did you do? How do you do your holidays? <laughs> How do you do them? This year, I didn't really do anything. I'm not really a holiday person. This year, well, now what are you considering your holidays? Because as of right now, it's you know post Thanksgiving, pre Christmas. So, are you also gonna loop in the holiest of holy holidays, Halloweeny, in there? Yeah, I think that's when my holiday. It seems only starts. fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I think for me, my holiday season starts um, Halloween, and like I don't really celebrate. <laughs> thanksgiving with like you know my family or anything i usually like it's not like a consistent thing but every once in a blue moon i do try to like you know put together friendsgiving when it allows i move so much that i'm never in like one spot so but when i do have the opportunity i do like to have like gatherings of like friends oh because i'm lucky enough to have a lot of like a lot of friends all and all of my friends are like spread all over the country and the world Oh my god, so pretty and popular. You know, it, it, <laughs> I didn't ask to be the it girl, but <laughs> <laughs> I hate Thanksgiving. <laughs> I hate it so much. Yeah. I hate Thanksgiving and I hate Christmas even more. It's the worst. But uh lately, like in the past couple of years, I've been trying to like fill those times of year with things that are not uh traditionally what everyone else is doing and more of things that like I want to do so last year I made Mick take me to Dollywood for Christmas Mm. and that was great I remember uh, yeah I hate Christmas I hate it it's it's so frustrating I think especially like as someone that like grew up like really poor there's just this like heavy stress that surrounds the holiday from my parents uh, my like st- what 
like from a financial standpoint as well. Absolutely. Well, that's the thing is that like, you know, there's so much pressure put on Christmas, like being a success in the like value of presents. You know what I mean? And doing things and like, it's almost like some kind of shitty, like dick measuring contests of like who spent the most money on their family and on their kids. And, you know, I, I don't have, I'm not a parent, you know, thank Gaga, but I can understand the like financial stress that would go into that on wanting to make sure that like your kids do have a good Christmas. And it's something that you don't have to spend a lot of money to do that, but it's really difficult when you're surrounded by, you know, TV and everything telling you that, you know, buy this, buy that, buy, buy, buy. And so, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. And I just remember just every year, this just being so stressful and my parents just being so stressed out and just so many fights all the time yeah. and so much pressure on it being good. And then, you know, when everyone was mad at each other and stressed out and it was not good, it was worse. Oh, my God. I hate Christmas. I think as an adult, like after I like, quote unquote, I'm giving air quotation marks right now. But I think I think you make your own holidays. You make your own special days you know growing yeah up, when you like realize after you like pull back the veil of childhood and stuff like that you know you kind of make your own holidays make you know your those own little, traditions yeah you know those little toys the funko pops i hate those right <laughs> <laughs> oh let me tell you about those so aiden zane from has a bunch right um because of me but when i used to live in georgia with her um every year during comic-con season like you know san diego new york there's another one, but I can't remember it. But what they would do is around those times, um, they would drop special Funko Pops around those times that you could only get those around that time. And that used to be like a holiday for her and I. We'd literally wait all year for us to like get up. We'd go to like Barnes and Noble. We'd split up. We'd even drag her mom out there to like <laughs> stand in. So I always like to think of things like that. Like, you know, you kind of make your own holidays. I like that. That's so cute. And even like now, one of the things that I personally like to do, I never was somebody who used to like celebrate um, their birthdays. But um, lately, I think for like the last four years, every year of my birthday, I've always tried to like work on like a drag look, something that's just special to me, something to reflect how I'm feeling. And then I usually try to post it on my birthday. Oh. Or whatever it's worth. But that's like one of the holidays. And I- that's coming up. That's right around the corner. That's right the like corner. two weeks, a little less than two weeks. Yeah. Sagittarius season. Yes. You know, December the- 10th. <laughs> um, also with uh, the holidays and it being fall and stuff. I know that like daylight savings has sprung upon us except for Arizona. Because Did you know that they're trying to pass it so that daylight savings isn't a thing anymore? I think they should. It's getting yeah, dark. yeah. I still haven't changed the clock on my car. I don't know how. This <laughs> 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 is gonna be stressful like that for a while. Yeah, at I least it... until spring. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like dark now at four o'clock in Chicago. Wait, can I tell you about my gig that I did last night? My Thanksgiving one. Tell me more. Okay, it was great. Um, I'm in Arkansas right now as we're recording this remotely. Teehee. Uh-huh. Um, I came here to see uh, Mick's mom lives here. And so so we came down to visit and we, we brought our puppy with us. Mm-hmm. 
And um, on Thanksgiving, we went and we volunteered at a like a dinner that this like local uh, like uh, queer organization was holding for like different uh, like queer and like trans people to like come together and like have Thanksgiving dinner, like people that like didn't have like families to go and hang out with. And that was really fucking awesome. And then last night I got to do a gig at C4 with Maddie Morphosis. Oh who I'm obsessed with. She's I love Matthew. incredible. But let me tell you, immediately <laughs> upon getting to the gig, <laughs> I walk in. Yes. Me. You. In drag. Very cute. Suitcase in tow. I go up to the door and one of the staff people is like, oh my God, let me help you with your bag. And I was like, oh my God, thank you, please. Because it had gotten caught on a rug and I had drugged the whole rug up to the door with me. <laughs> so they take my bag and they take me around the corner to an elevator. We get into the elevator. Everything's fine and normal. It takes us to another floor. The elevator door opens and I see something out of the corner of my eye, but I don't pay, pay like too close attention to it. And they start wheeling my bag. They wheel my bag through the thing. At this point, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, God. Please let that be a, a rotten sweet potato oh, or no. something. And oh. no, it surely was not. I had to be like, stop, 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 stop rolling my bag, stop it. And I like physically had to like grab the bag and I was like, stop. And I just look at it. And no, I, I see it. I see it as it's like spread and smeared across the floor from the elevator doorway all the way up to my fucking suitcase wheel and oh. is now wrapped around my suitcase wheel. I'm focusing on the color saying, no, no, no. Yes, maybe. <laughs> no. Oh my God. The smell hits. It's definitely a pile of shit. My suitcase rolled through a fucking poop at the gig <laughs> as soon as I fucking showed up. The devil's frog. <laughs> ah! it's, it's very Dragula. But then I had to take my suitcase to the dressing group and I had to tell everyone what happened. And luckily they believed me. I don't know if this is a thing that like happens there a lot. They said no. They said this has never happened before and that they were very embarrassed. But I had to apologize and like explain that no, this was not my drag that's putting out that smell. It is in fact the, <laughs> the wheel of my suitcase, which if someone could help me clean off would be great. You're on TMZ because I was like, so these drags smells like dog shit. No! <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't know. I don't know if anyone identified where exactly and who exactly that like turd came from. No. It could be it could be anyone's. It could have been a Sasquatch for all I know. Oh no. <laughs> oh yes. It's like Arkansas's a wooded area. I had this discussion with Mick yesterday about like Sasquatch territory. You think, it's like anywhere that's like wooded. Yeah. Like you like, think Sasquatch like is real. Why not? A better question. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't think Sasquatch is real? I don't know. Like, okay, you got me on aliens. Like I I, I... Aliens are like anyone that doesn't believe in aliens is fucking stupid and yeah. selfish. <laughs> but Sasquatch, okay, like it's been like how how old is this thing at this point? Sasquatch has been around since like what the seventies, the eighties, the <laughs> It's been around, yeah. like, so not only is this thing, like, super old, but, like, I, I, I don't know. The likelihood... Do you think it's a one thing? Do you think a Sasquatch is, like, one creature? I feel like if there was multiples, people would see it. I think that there's multiples and that people do see it. Well, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> the Gordy Beavers on Sasquatch Watch 2022. <laughs> 
I'm here trying to like keep cute with the cryptids. Oh my god. Um with all of this like downtime uh and it getting dark and stuff, I feel like seasonal depression is hitting very hard. <laughs> oh yeah. It's it's you know, it's it's just kind of like a little cherry on top of my regular depression. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> What are you? What are, what are some of your remedies for seasonal depression? I don't have any because my bathtub is broken at my house and has been. <laughs> yeah. So I have Ever nothing. Since I've known you. I have I have medication. <laughs> I've been sitting at home. I've been um, crafting some drags. I've literally been playing a bunch of Pokemon and video games. Sometimes I take sad naps. Oh, I sprinkle sad naps in my video game, yeah. Pokemon, and all of those things. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I get on social media and just, like, spiral. Really? I, I, <laughs> I've actually been, like, hey, I, like during the winter, I think that's when I take the biggest break from social me- media. Because, like, it's cold outside here in Chicago, but it's colder on Twitter, Diva. So, I, like, stay off of, like, social media as much as I can for the winter. Because it's, like, I don't know. I just don't need the extra stress of whatever is happening on there. Yeah. And all the Christmas stuff. God, I feel like I sound like such a Grinch. But, like, damn, I really don't give a fuck about Christmas. Everyone's crazy about it. I don't get it. I don't know. I'm not that crazy about it. Yeah? Yeah, I just... Do you do... Okay, well, here's, here's the teller. If you get booked for a show in December, do you do a Christmas number? No. <laughs> do you do any kind of holiday theme? Uh, no. Negative. Oh. Like, I've actually been booked for Christmas shows, and, like, I was, like, the one person, like, not completing this. Uh, <laughs> 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 like, I, uh, last year, I was living in Pittsburgh briefly. It was, like, transitioning between New York and Chicago. I don't also like sorry to go off on a tangent I don't know why I keep moving I really I think Chicago is going to be my home for a very long time I well, think yeah I, you said lease yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just like New York that lease ends no I, I'm really loving Chicago so far like you know the community has been really great here I, I, I keep moving because I keep trying to find like a community that like because I, I don't know I have this like weird unbridled need to be I, I am i using the word unbridled wrong i don't know we're gonna go with it i mean i, I listen like i i was pity passed out of high school okay they looked <laughs> at me and they said just get her out just just pass her i literally that literally i had a teacher do that <laughs> they were like i don't want to see you have to be here another year i'm just casting you with a d Whoa. leave <laughs> <laughs> and i'll take it yes i couldn't wait to get out so i have no idea i remember how you're using that that actually happened to me as well they were just like you can't repeat the same grade twice and i was just like we'll see about that yeah they're like you can't spend every summer in summer school and i was like watch me (laughs) (laughs) all right um we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna get into our Speaking of seasonal depression, we're going to take a break and talk about Dragula. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> we're going to do our mid-season recap of Boulay Brothers Dragula Titans. Titans. And we'll be right back. Goodbye. 
And we're back. Hello. 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 Hi. It's us. We're back. We were talking about seasonal depression, and now we're talking about seasonal Dracula. Titans! <laughs> Ta-da! And we will be kicking it off with episode three of the sci-fi horror. Say, hey. tell me your thoughts. So my thoughts on sci-fi horror were Victoria. That was my thoughts. <laughs> I... Like, this is absolutely no shade towards anybody else on that stage. I was surprised they picked two winners. I felt like everyone did a good, great job. But I was so shook, like, because I just thought Victoria, like, knocked it out of the park. Oh, yeah. So I mean, Hoso fucking did, too. I mean, they were, like, everyone really brought it and laid it down and killed it. I felt like that was a floor show that, like, was not a good day to, like, you know, half-step, you know? Because I feel like doing the show, like, even for me, I, there was like, you know, there's that one look that you have, like, that you're just like, maybe didn't get enough time on and like, you know, didn't or you like, whatever the case may be. I just feel like that was not the episode too. like the A games were brought like that. Was, oh, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> okay. But what about the fucking fright feet where they had to spin them? In that thing that like uh that what was that like zero gravity like astronaut training thing you know like the like the box with yeah the, yeah yeah the horrible fucking flashing lights yeah 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 the the circus I mean the um the carnival I don't I do not trust carnival rides uh, about five years ago I used to live right across the street where they would set up the state fair and one morning I was getting out my getting out the house to go to work and i kid you not i watched one of those rides derail and i was like nope never what? remember remember it was we one of the to... spinning ones uh no it was just one of those like weird kitty roller coasters oh now that's different i know but remember but something we were at... like, like something like that that has like a track but i'm talking like the spinny spin ones oh yeah i just don't trust any carnival circusy rides remember when we were at the state fair iowa state fair remember how, of course remember how scared i was to get on any ride <laughs> i love all the sketchy rickety cricket rides listen if it's my time to go it's my time to go and if this is how it's gonna be so be it i was just <laughs> like <laughs> i I've... I think I would have been able to do it because um, I'm fighting for $100,000, but <laughs> on my own volition, no, I would never. I would have first um, bribed a PA to bring me a bottle of Dramamine, and I would have inhaled it and then done it, and I still wouldn't have been okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what happened to me in my life that I, I can... I just turn a corner too quickly when I'm walking. I'm like, ooh. And honestly, there were no losers this episode, to be honest. Except for whoever got eliminated. Yeah. Which (laughs) was it was it really a loss? She was able to put grandmother bitch into the world. Okay, but (laughs) did you also know I heard I heard this later that that was actually a reference to Bitch Pudding's uh, character in season two, her alien? No, I didn't. That's who her grandmother bitch was, was Bitch Pudding. (laughs) That would have been so funny if Bitch would have like walked in there or something. I think it would have been great if she had like... uh, like flipped her phone to the camera and it had a picture of bitch on it like a caller id you, that would have been 
You know what I want? What? From the Boulet Brothers and the Dracula. I want to see more returning monsters and, like, idol roles. Like, like, I would love, like, a floor show, like, a really big floor show where you have, like, people from past seasons just doing appearances and stuff. That sounds like a scheduling nightmare. It does, but, like, <laughs> for, for, for me as a fan, I would literally go nuts so bonkers to see like you know like old returning people just coming in and popping up for that one challenge like you know. i mean it's kind of what titans is isn't it it is <laughs> but like i don't know i just want to say, like i, I the, oh my god we get it you're gonna be a guest judge on a future episode we're gonna see you i know yeah, but wowie like, i don't know i always want that i like i don't know i've one of the reasons why I love Dragula is because I just think the challenges are always so fucking fun. Like, to me, they hardly ever miss when it comes to challenges. Their challenges just seem so fun. Like, you know, like, the other show will do things like, you know, like, oh, this week's challenge is buttons and bows or something. And Dragula is like, yeah, horror aliens. Like, I don't know. I just, I love the challenges. Well, and speaking of fun challenge, episode four has my very favorite fucking challenge of all goddamn time. I have done so many interviews and things where people ask me, they're like, what's your favorite challenge from Dragula ever? And I always say the fucking Dungeons and Dragons one. Oh my fucking God. It was so fucking good. Oh, this one was so good. It was so good. It really... I feel like the first part of the season, I felt like a lot of the contestants were almost like playing on the field where they were just coming in for the first time. And I feel like by the time we got here, everybody was in full Titans mode. Like everybody, I felt like the stakes had really settled in with everybody. Because honestly, this would be, this was like such a hard one to decide who was like going to go or anything. Mm-hmm. Because I really felt like everybody brought their A-games. Well, and also, LOL, the Fright Feet was a tug of war into, like, a nasty, like, gross pit or whatever. What did they say it was? There was, like, a head floating in it, and it was just, like, just unsettlingly colored, like, water, liquid, perhaps. Yuck. And they had to do a tug of war. And I was looking at the teams that they had split up, and I was trying to size everyone up. And I was like, oh, I was like, this one's got Eva and Coco. I was like, solid anchors. I was like, they're totally going to destroy it. Nope. Right in. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't either. Yeah. I was like, did you guys get the slippery side? What happened? I thought for sure they were just going to like, yoink, the other team right in. I can't wait till we're like a few seasons in. Because when you watch it, does your hands get clammy? My (laughs) hands are always clammy. I have bad circulation. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm, I'm always like, sweaty no, too. Always it doesn't make sweaty. any sense. I'm always sweaty and clammy. I, I, I should see a doctor. <laughs> I, was like, I was there. <laughs> when no, they, I'm gonna be, one day when the show's on, like it's like later seasons, like you know, I'm gonna be like this old grizzled, <laughs> <laughs> gross grizzled, this grizzled old. Ew. I've done all of this before. I didn't eat the guts. (laughs) And me next to you, a raisin covered in (laughs) glitter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fright Feet, hilarious. Um, 
also everyone was incredible everyone did such a good job i i love the acting challenges i loved when we did exorcister i mean i had the least amount of lines but i had the most fun I loved it. It I was had a so lot of good. Fun too. I felt really good about that day. And, and I... I just love seeing the acting challenges and seeing how everyone does on these. So like this this was an episode that I was like all like smiles and grins and giggles for. I loved it. And also also the thing like with Eva that they had that everyone was like, "Oh, Eva's freaking out because it's too hot." Let me tell you. You guys are stupid. You don't get it. I'm sure that that room that they were in was so small. Like you can even just like watching it, you can see how tiny that room is. Now imagine that you are there having to perform and remember all of your lines in this tiny ass room with three other people. And then there's also camera and sound people and lighting people in there as well. And you're all in this tiny room. And they can't have any kind of air conditioning or fans running because it affects the sound. Yeah. So you're in there in this tiny ass room full of people trying to like do your fucking best. And you're just just collapsing under like wigs and armor and just things that don't breathe. And like, I get it. I totally get it. I am one of those people that's like. When I get too warm, I'm like very sensitive to temperature. I'd rather freeze to death than get too hot. Because if I just get even slightly too warm, I'm so uncomfortable. It's to the point where like my body, like physically, I get nauseous. I start barfing. I pass out. And what I don't think people understand either is like, I think if anyone looks at this other than like the fact that like, it was what it was like Eva was hot like this is like the whole premise of the show this is like what they're testing us on right testing us on those things so like I think it's one thing to look at Eva's like you know I say this again with air quotation marks like breakdown as anything other than like you know they're she just needed like it's also like I, I feel like it's you know like what we saw was just uh it, it was like a, like a safety thing where she was like, hey, I need a break. I yeah. need a break. Like, I just need some air just really quick. Yeah. Otherwise, y'all are going to be calling an ambulance. Like, yeah. period. I get it. I totally get it. And at the same time, like, I understand, you know, as much as I can understand without being there and, like, experiencing it, you know, entirely firsthand, I, I know, like, what it feels like to have to call for that break and to just be there and be like, God, I had to make this choice you know but i feel so shitty in doing it but i know it's almost feels embarrassing it absolutely absolutely and then it just spins in your head and it's like am i unprofessional am i a weenie and i can't handle it like what am i doing here because you know like i i like i can tell you one thing about eva destruction eva destruction is a professional not a weenie yeah like so if anyone's looking at it like that like they're crazy like yeah if, if eva did that i'm sure eva was not feeling great yeah and like i said it's it's a hard choice to make <laughs> and really like you know you're the only one that can make it but if you're in a situation where it's like hey i need to take a break for a second or you guys are going to be calling an ambulance like you tell me which one is more inconvenient for you. 
you let me know which one is going <laughs> to fuck up this day worse, okay? I, I, we'll go from there. I challenge all of our listeners to just go to <laughs> each of the Titans and just, like, spread some love on their pages and stuff. Yes! Because, like, as, as two people who've been through the, the competition, it's not easy. No, it is it is a lot harder than it looks, but it is fucking incredible. And I, I for me, I wouldn't change any of it. Absolutely. I love I loved it. it was hard and it was hard fucking work and I loved it. And I wouldn't have it any other way. And it's incredible. But these these competitors that are on this season are doing it twice as fucking hard. They deserve all of the flowers, all of the love, all of the praise. Go and give it to them. Make it so much so that it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. Make... <laughs> <laughs> Annoy them with love. Yes. <laughs> Especially just like, you know, with just the attacks on the queer community, these people are really giving out a lot of their lives to y'all to critique and us to critique and all of us. Like, you know, so just go and show them. Yeah. It's also y'all. It's a fucking TV show. Are you not entertained? Um, I I really, I think as far as, like, looks go, I really felt like everyone knocked it out of the park. Absolutely. I loved it. I thought it was so cool. I don't know what I would have done if I had been there. There's too many options to pick from. But what I will say is this would have been another great opportunity to have past monsters back. <laughs> and... To wear a chainmail bikini, which is on my drag bucket list. Really? Uh, duh. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I totally want to do like a chainmail bikini, some kind of like, uh, like homage to like Red Sonia kind of thing. Like uh, totally like like Xena, like you know what I mean. Even though Vic- uh, Victoria was at the bottom of this episode, I do I do want to like Victoria has been really giving us variety oh absolutely like i don't know this this season has just been so just like i don't know like remember when we did our first episode and we talked about like what we were excited for and i said the looks diva i am fed i've i've been staying excited like every week like i've been watching it and i've just been like i get so giddy when it gets to the floor show oh my god (laughs) the other day i've been asshole before the viewing party at roscoe's that i did last week with meatball i told her i was like yeah this episode dropped early on amc plus before it did on shutter so oh my god i damn it i didn't cancel that free trial for amc plus fuck i was supposed to cancel it yesterday damn it Oh, yeah. Well, I made, <laughs> I made a free trial for a week so that I could watch it. Damn it. And But when I was watching the episode, it was like 4 a.m. And I had I had finished a gig the night before. And so I, I fast forwarded through 25 minutes of it. <laughs> like pretty much everything of them like, in the boudoir. <laughs> I went right for the looks. And I hadn't gone back and rewatched it because I was like traveling back home. And so I told Meatball before the viewing party, I was like, yeah, I was like, I watched this episode, but not really. Like, I don't know what's going to happen in the in-between part because I skipped over it. I was like, so we'll be watching it for real for tonight. So please forgive my face if you see it in, in an unflattering reaction way. <laughs> 
Coco won the episode. She did a phenomenal job. Coco won the D and D one, not the. Are we talking about Zombie Prom yet? No, I'm no. an idiot. Coco won <laughs> the D and D one, and like honestly, the the axe, yes. Hoso yes. got hit on the head. And Hoso's look was fucking precious, adorable, and I loved it, and I loved it, and I loved it. It was, yeah, that was a, that was that was a good one. That was a really good episode. I really liked Astrid's look too. I, I loved did Astrid. Too. I thought how rude of them to not make her dragonborn. How rude. <gasps> they what should a opportunity. They well, I feel like it was intentional. <laughs> I feel like they were like, mm, let's not let Astrid be a lizard creature because True. she totally. Well, it also depends on like what kind of like addition of like D and D you're doing. If you know you have like. Uh, like classes and races outside of like you know the first or second edition because dragon dragonborn's like down the line but yeah. also they had they told uh they told hoso that she was a dark elf which is technically a drow which is still like a pretty much closer to like the same edition that they have like dragonborn and all of the like like cat people and stuff see i think that's one thing about the D D challenge that kind of gets me <clears throat> is um if like it gets me like from season three to this one, there's so many layers on D and D that if you like, if you're like me, you know like the vagaries of D and D, but once you like talk to somebody who actually knows what like the D and D, I'm well, telling you, I would have been Astrid if I was there and Astrid was not, and I was there for that challenge, I would have been her. Just like just spewing excitedly. Also, I I, I do want to uh, talk about Astrid the edit, like you know Astrid like talking. Uh, I love Astrid. I think Astrid is one of the like just a phenomenal entertainer. I love artist, Astrid. I but... love sitting down with her and just letting our ADHD run. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> you know Astrid. Miss Mamas can talk. <laughs> I have the same problem. It's like, I, it, literally, like, meet and greets are my favorite goddamn thing. But every time I do one, the people running them are always like, you need to hurry it up. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I just can't help it. It's, you know, getting me to shut up is the problem. I just I excited to talk really, to everybody. Because <laughs> I have, like, a lot of mutual friends, like, you know, in real life, outside of drag that also What's know that like? <laughs> <laughs> and we were, like, talking while we were watching the episode. And they were like, oh, this sounds about Astrid. Like talking and like giving you like a lecture and giving you like all of the details and stuff. I love Astrid. I, I love, love Astrid. I love talking with her. Yeah, she knows a lot. She knows a lot. She does. She's really cool and she's funny. She's such a goober. I love her. All right, let's get into the. Let's get into the. the it, I, I'm not just. I'm just gonna say it. Ep- what ep- episode five. If there was one challenge other than Cenobite that I had to choose that really? I wanted to do, this, really? this one was it. Really? Episode five, uh, Zombie Prom. I want to do that challenge so badly. But Tell me more. I thought that was just like such a fun challenge where you have to create a look and come out and pre- present it as like a basic bitch and then transform into a zombie. Like that challenge just, oh, it just had my brain, every gear in my brain was going. I loved, I thought it was so cool because for the basic bitch part, like, boom, say less. I got it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Padge the house down boots. But for the zombie part, like, that's just, it's zombie is just one of those categories that, like, you know, it seems so simple. 
And yet it can go in so many different directions. Yeah. And that is exactly what we saw. I saw so many different kinds of zombies. It was so fucking cool. So many, like literally no two zombies looked alike. And they looked like they all came from different zombifications. Yeah, I really love that Hoso went like the Resident Evil. Oh my god, that was so fucking cool. That was the coolest fucking thing I've ever fucking seen. Victoria, 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 Victoria. With the with the the fucking like intestines hair. I, oh my god! I live, I laugh, I love, I loved it. Incredible. Oh, yeah, like this. This was like this was one of those like for me that's a bucket list challenge. Like if I ever have to like if I ever go back to do the show again, like I will be campaigning hard <laughs> on a zombie. I would love zombie prom in particular. I love when you take something very campy and clash it with something horror. Like, that is my favorite kind of drag. When it's, like, camp horror. I love any excuse to wear, like, a big bad dress. Because I think that sometimes <laughs> I, I personally get fatigued when I am doing um, more of, like, a femme presenting drag sometimes. Not that there's anything wrong with that or anything, you know. But me personally, sometimes I get, like, a little fatigued from like doing it so much because of, like I think as a like that's how that's the majority of the drag I do but something about taking something horror and like mixing it in it's just like I don't know it just does something to me <laughs> I think that's why I'm a fan I'm such a fan <laughs> I think Melissa did it right girl she's the one that showed up with the fucking crown period I would die to see Duh. you but to be honest to do this challenge really yeah so i i would i would get down and dirty with it (laughs) no (laughs) now that would be incredible you know i've always wanted to do like a menengal look but it's just like kind of like well that girl that was just on drag race thailand she did it and that was incredible but drag race thailand no it already already wraps didn't it i don't i I don't watch any drag race anymore because I don't know what's fucking happening when and where. But I do know that someone did a Menengal look, which was incredible. But it's just like trying to pull the execution of it to mm-hmm. make it look like you do have just like uh, like a spine dangling and that's it. That you're just like a torso. That's- it would be really, really like... <sighs> it's not impossible. It could be done. But I just don't know how to make my waist disappear and have it look like it's just my spinal column holding me up between the top and bottom yeah that would be (laughs) the dream (laughs) i would love that i would love to do that i don't know i think zombie stuff is so cool it's just my other thing too i mean going back on like a like a technical you know logistical side of it a, a lot of these things like this like makeup and prosthetics and stuff are hard to execute you know what i mean yeah like in the in terms of like you know people clocking melissa's prosthetic coming off well diva we know that she can fucking do a prosthetic we've seen it on her in almost every other fucking episode like she knows what she's fucking doing there are just fucking days when it doesn't work like it just happens it does and then also like i I, another thing i don't think you know they don't give us all day to do our makeup (laughs) no no surprise surprise yeah 
we are under a time limit and it's not always you know the longest amount of time yeah so like <sighs> you know so like hats off to anybody who can like execute like a vision fully absolutely and especially an ambitious one too also you have like the built-in pressure like okay i'm gonna go on this like side tangent let me have the, it. the boulets say it all the time mm-hmm. this is a fucking pressure cooker and yep. like it's something that i quite don't think the fans of the show quite understand it is a pressure cooker like you are fighting against time you are fighting against other great drag artists you are fighting with yourself it is a pressure cooker and me i'm fighting with the makeup most of the time make it work prosthetics are fucking hard and like everyone that's like been doing them which seems to be like i think everyone everyone's pulled one now by episode five yeah fucking hats off to y'all hats and wigs off to y'all incredible amazing i loved it oh and the big twist the big twist they made victoria pick that was nasty oh my god that was foul i was ill watching it i was like no i don't know who would you have picked who would i have picked yeah um based on the okay also okay based on the what i was seeing as a viewer um i think victoria made the right call because I think that the the love triangle, which we haven't touched on, because these are our... Friends. We've talked about the love triangle in the I mean, last episodes. Talk, we've, yeah, Everyone knows about. it's going on. Yeah. It's annoying, and I feel like we shouldn't have to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> but there it is. But based on that, and, you know, probably being there and kind of dealing with it, like, you know, that, like, I'm pretty sure it was probably really annoying like you know wanting to like you know focus on certain things or maybe get like something out that you've been holding back that you want to like kind of put into the world and then like the love triangle and you're like ah so based on that i would have probably done the same thing damn so and who went home sigourney a booby did yeah back to hell twice Back to hell twice. We'll see if she comes back again. I would. That would. I don't. I don't even know how that would be possible. Anything is possible in the underworld. And you're right. Okay. <laughs> also, you and I haven't talked about this because sometimes we talk before the podcast and we give our opinions of the episode. And I don't think you and I haven't talked about the episode yet at all because oh. I've been. I've been fucking gone all week. Oh yeah, you have been. I've been I've been booty scooting around the country and booty I haven't even scoot. seen you. Yeah. Um Okay, here it is. The Boulets. Yes. Looked incredible. Yeah. I loved the outfits. <laughs> yeah, they did. Why <laughs> were they not in they look- prom dresses? I don't know. Why? Didn't care. They look good. No, 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 no. Because they've been like matching like every other like challenge. You know what I mean? Like pretty, like you know, like not like on the nose, but pretty like closey mousey kind of thing. Like, oh my god, why were they not in like prom dresses? Is it just me? Do you feel the same? I I don't know. Are they listening? Am I gonna get a call later? (laughs) 
I, I don't know. Maybe that's like what they did. And like, no, 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 no. That's not what I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> was how you felt about it. Did you do you agree that they also should have been in prom dresses and or would you have like I think they didn't want to stand everybody up. You love them. Those are my mama's. Do you need some chapstick <laughs> <laughs> for this ass kissing you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> should have wore prom dresses i listen i didn't say they didn't look fucking cunty incredible deadly because they did but i just would have liked to have seen well i don't just i would just like to imagine like what kind of prom dress they would wear that you've seen it mama well what was that like prom in the 1800s they were still in dungeons and drag queens that was no that was like a debutante ball (laughs) that was like a gone with the wind i love the hair they wore oh my god i loved the hair (laughs) <laughs> you know what someone said i was like on twitter i was what? just doing my little scroll and i seen somebody was just like if the boules would just put on a lick of blush and you know what what yeah i was just like what but i saw i noticed they don't use blush you know i didn't start using blush until like a little bit ago i don't think it's it, necessary it's not necessary but for for my face, it really like it helped a lot. Yeah, I was like, I don't... yeah, it helped me. Yeah. Also, but like, I also wasn't like setting my face with powder until <laughs> until I think uh, like twenty twenty is when I started doing that, and that made a huge difference. I look a lot less wet. <laughs> I'm over here spinning. How did you not do <laughs> I don't know. Well, I didn't have like a like a drag like I mom. Tupperware containers of powder to set my face. I didn't have a drag mom, so I was really just kind of picking up makeup tips like where and when I could. And <laughs> I I just didn't under I just didn't know like where the powder was going into. And I guess like, well, no, because I'd seen people use airspun. Yeah. And I I had tried using it, but it wasn't working for me uh-huh. because I didn't know how to use it. Oh. Yeah. But also it's funny cuz you were just you just I told you this, you were at a gig and you forgot your powder puff and so you had to put on your setting powder with a brush. Mm-hmm. But that's but that's how I always put mine on. Oh my god. I literally went to a gig. I'm just telling this to the viewers. I went to a gig. And I had taken, like, a, maybe a week and a half break from doing drag. Just, like, because w- when you do drag full-time, you never stop. It's, like, kind of a every day. Oh, it doesn't turn off. It's every single, like, day, like, every hour I'm thinking about drag. So I tasked myself with, like, not doing drag for a week. Just kind of taking a week off, period. Well, I ha- I ended up having a gig. Uh, I flew out to Savannah, Georgia for Pride. And I go out there, I pop over my suitcase, and I look at my makeup, and I realize, I, because I just washed my brushes and things, and I realize I did not pack my powder puffs or my uh, beauty blender. Oh. Because my flight was late, I ended up having to um, finger paint my makeup on, which was... <laughs> surprisingly more easier than I thought it would be because I know there are a lot of people I know Mayhem Miller in uh, California she uh, she does her makeup with her hands so what? I, 
Yeah, some there's a there's like a bunch of people who apparently do their makeup like like finger paints. They just like whoa. You... I mean, I used to. I was like a little nervous, but like surprisingly, it was like fine. Like it, like everything blended like really well, and like I was like, oh, so this is why people do it because it's not like horrible. So do you think you'll go back? Absolutely not. But <laughs> <laughs> but knowing like you know knowing that that's an option like made me less like made me I don't know I was just like whoa this is how people do it I guess so I don't know I'm a beauty blender snob same (laughs) period no because I know that you don't use beauty blender brand mine has to be beauty blender brand see I use like the the little um the the orange ones it's not the same I just like it because it has that flat edge it's not the same. I don't know why. Even the difference between like the pink beauty blenders and like the other colors that they put out, there's just something about the pink one. I don't know what it fucking is. Yeah. I don't know if it's what it's made of. I don't know if it's like the shape that it has. I don't know if it's like the gentle like love that they pour into it, but it's worth $20 to me <laughs> every time. Now, where did I leave off? What, what? Victoria won the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria won the challenge. Everyone looked amazing. I didn't even recognize Astrid when she came out. She was so fucking stunning. I literally was like, who is that? Oh, Hosey May. Oh, my God. Stunning. I literally, I don't know. Like, if anyone from Titans is listening and they have any, like, money that they want to make or bills they have to pay, I do want to buy the jewelry. Oh, the jewelry that I saw on this episode has me violently ill. It was stunning. It and, was stunning. And I know I could see it was heavy. I will say I did feel this was the first time all season personally I did feel that almost an extermination would have been good just because I I personally feel like sometimes, just so you don't get complacent, because like this time, this time around, there is no like, you know, learning curve, you know, because I felt like if you sometimes are up for extermination, when you win, when you make it, if you like survive the extermination, something about that fire that you get from like, almost going home, like, really feels you not saying that like being placed sometimes it burns you sometimes it burns you but i felt like this episode particularly could have uh used that well they had their freight feet this one was eating the brains that was wretched (laughs) it looked awful which is uh, somebody who's also had one of the boulet brothers gutsy you've been invited to one of their dinner parties yeah somebody's been Gutsy dinner parties. I can only imagine the taste. Ooh, we God. People always ask me. This is like a question I always get. They go like, "How did the blood and guts taste?" Oh my god, I've never heard this answer, and I want. And I'm always like, I've literally tried to erase that memory from my mind. Really? No. I literally don't. Bring it back. Dust it off. Share it with me. I know. I know blood particularly. The blood that they serve at their fancy five course meals. I was like, nah, great. <laughs> it tastes like... <laughs> They're getting the cheap like, stuff. It's yeah. the generic. <laughs> it tastes like if someone took pennies and put them in a blender with, like, some pickle juice Chicken. and 
uh, toothpaste and toothpaste uh, fabric softener and just took it into a blender. And was like, it minty? No, it just has that like weird uh, grainy texture, you know, and like the. Ew. Yeah, it's like, like a like a mealy apple or like sandy. Yeah, it has like this Ugh. sandy taste Ugh. and like the guts. And I feel like they do it on purpose. They serve them to you cold. <laughs> I feel like it would, I, it would be better warm. I don't know. I, that's Where was I, I? I was having this conversation somewhere else when I was talking about drinking blood and like the proper way to have it served. Like, do you think that it makes a difference between it being like room temperature? Because like I, for one, I prefer room temperature water. But maybe the blood is something where it's like better if it's like served like a sake where it's like warm. Or if it's going to be like a white wine with a single ice cube in it. If you're like a fancy mom. I don't know. I feel like if it's warm, I feel like it would be easier. But like I remember when I was sitting down at the table (sighs) on season three. And then they were like in uh, Israel, ding the bell. The first thing I did was go for the guts, and then oh. the, the, immediately when it went in my mouth, I was like, "Oh, it's cold!" Like this no. is like because my mouth is now warming it up, so now the flavor of oh. the guts. And no. It wasn't good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't good. I'm gonna be and where are we at? We have we have <laughs> we have Astrid. Victoria, Coco, <laughs> Eva, and <laughs> also left. <laughs> this is really re-traumatized you. <laughs> it? I'm sitting here drinking profusely <laughs> right now, trying to watch the taste of the memory. I feel like I can hear you sweating. I am. From the other side. <laughs> <laughs> gross <laughs> yeah so episode 6 is next week or maybe tonight if you have AMC plus like me now <laughs> check it out uh, it dropped it like oh see I didn't know I, mean, the, I don't I just I had heard like a through a little like a little baddie had told me that it had dropped on amc plus and i went and checked it out but at that point it was like 3 a.m yeah so if it does uh skadoodle out over there i don't know if it's gonna be like a midnight or at what yeah yeah but otherwise catch me refreshing my shutter starting at 9 p.m monday night (laughs) until (laughs) it drops sometimes it's early sometimes it's like an hour early but it's never late now (sighs) Only time will tell. Don't don't curse it. Don't jinx it. I don't want it to be late. I can't stand to wait. Oh, episode six. Uh, that means that we have five, three, three, four. I can't math. Like I said, they pity passed me out. We have four. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> At this point in the season, I think everybody who is currently there, if I had to pick a top three, I don't think I could. I think everyone there is, like, competition. Uh, yeah, that's how they want it to be. That's how they want it. I like, just, it's, it's just such a big, like, you know, big claps for everyone that, like, has been on this season. And for everyone that's, like, still in it, too. Like, 
y'all are killing it. Y'all are like laying it down and like lighting it up and just setting the stage on fire. It's incredible to see. And like, y'all should be very, very, very proud of the work that you brought and that you got to show and put out. Yeah, it's pretty, this season is like turning out to be one of my favorites. Yeah, it's incredible. And I, I miss the skits. <laughs> oh. I miss the opening skits. Um, I heard from a little birdie no. that that the skits will be back on season five. This <gasps> is a spinoff season, and they changed the format. Who told you that? Drag Morta. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 well. Because I was, like, watching it, and, like, I'm sitting there. And I'm watching them, and it put, the episode comes on, and they just go straight into it. And I'm like, "Where are the skits? Like, I love the skits. I think they're fun. I think they're like entertaining. I like never know where they're coming from. I I love the skits. So at that point, I was like, "Where are they?" And I was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the source." Did you just call her? I sent a text. <laughs> <laughs> I was I wish... like, "Where are they?" What did she say? Yeah, it'll be back. Oh. But. This sounded much more <laughs> theatrical. <laughs> it, it was on your retelling. Very, it, it was very me- melodramatic. It was like, where oh. are they? They'll be back. Okay. <laughs> Extra on the mellow. But that's it. I think that's a wrap, everybody. That's it. That's it. And then we're going to have special uh, techie surprises for y'all next episode. And thank you for staying with us and listening to us and joining us. Yes, thank you. Like we said, um, the tech stuff is brought to you by you guys because y'all have been listening and like the feedback and the response to this podcast has been more than we thought. Like we said, when we oh were- yeah, we've been seeing the feedback, which is why we are working hard to make it better for you. And like we said, when we started this, this was just supposed to be two friends recrapping it. And it still is two friends recrapping it. Recrapping it. <laughs> but I think that's it. All right, everybody. Bye. We got to get better at our outros. I bye. <laughs>